Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta Injury Lawyers, the heavy hitters of injury law. Six and a half left in the first period. Blues lead the Flames 1-0. Late second period, wild up 2-0 on the Blackhawks. Coming up in a few minutes, Islanders take on the Coyotes. Raptors trailing the Nets 99-95 with about seven minutes left in the fourth. Oil Kings trailing Swift Current 3-0 with five minutes left in the first. Tomorrow morning, 9.30 here on 6.30. Chad, the Elks this week with Morley Scott. He's got his feature interview with Elks head coach and GM Chris Jones. And then I will join you for the face-off show at 12.30, game at 2, Oilers against the Ducks. Uh, Dave Gantar is in studio, former FIFA referee, uh, giving some perspective on officiating, video review, all that fun stuff. We, peop, a couple people have decided they want to ask you questions. Is, Can, it, is it safe to read on air? I don't know. I trust Kellen. He's going to read them to you. <laughs> all right. All right, here we go. Uh, we got one from our old buddy Matt Nicolver tonight. Matt saying, Dave, what is the biggest technological advance that you've seen in your career so far? Uh, within the game, I got t- in this World Cup, it blows me away. What's that? The, the like the microchips in the in the ball, like amazing. Like what that's going to do, how it should, like they know the moment of time when the ball is caught for offside decisions, like up in the VAR booth, the moment, the exact moment the ball is touched and then they, they spot the line and they can do it very easily. It, it, that to me is by far, it's a, it's amazing what's happening there. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got uh, Saunas in S- Slave Lake. I hope I'm saying that correct. Saunas. Uh, uh, Saunas asks, uh, growing up in Edmonton where hockey is king, how do you not laugh at all those horribly over-embellished soccer injuries? <laughs> <laughs> wow, that is a great question. It, it's, you know, uh, the game of soccer is very, how do I say this? It, the World Cup, you can see how big it is. It's cultural. And you have a mix of cultures from, from different places. And I, I have to tell the story from Pan American Games in 2011. I was there. And th- this player, he did a, a, I'm going to say that, another hand of God goal. It occurred in this youth, it's, it's in the Pan American Games. Goes up and he, he, they win two to one. Mexico beats uh, Ecuador two to one. I still remember. Stadium's full, 30,000 people for this under 23 game. And you think about that, if you go to the newspaper stands in Edmonton, or the newspapers, you read it, what would they say? They would probably say, shame, can't believe we won that way, et cetera. I went and took a photo. It was it was 18 newspapers from around Mexico. The the and it all said hero, amazing, way to go, like we win, y- you know stuff like that. And so to me, when you talk about those players, hey, I have some great laughs, but I get to give them a caution. That's the fun part. I get to caution the players for rolling around. Um, but uh, what is it called? It's part of the game. It's culturally it it's there, and and there's different degrees of acceptance. The beautiful part of the game what I, I always loved the most was the mix you got scotland playing a team from central america 
wow do you get like a team that goes and they go down light for a team from central america and the scottish players will go i'll show you <laughs> i'll show you how i'll show you what a real foul is and then the next one they come through and they really get them so could you always tell when a player was embellishing no 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 it's it it's amazing what uh skill they have what and the speed of the game is just increased so much um, with embellishment cautions, what you see for simulation, we're really instructed, be 100% sure. You don't want to be giving somebody a caution for simulation, and then you look at the replay and you go, uh-oh, it's a penalty. So, All right, so I was wondering, and I understand the offside rule. I'm not one of the, oh, I don't understand. I understand the offside rule in soccer. I get it. It's actually quite simple. But sometimes, and I've seen this in the, I wish I could remember the circumstance, but there, there, there was a play, there was a shot on goal, play continued, and then all of a sudden, oh, the, oh, the flag is up. And it wasn't a goal that got negated. I think it was a scoring chance, and then they gave possession to the team that was defending. So how come there's a, a bit of a delay there? So, so I got to start off again with the principle we talked about earlier, is that the, the referee crew on the field is making a decision. Okay, it, it is their decision first. The VAR is not jumping in and saying, uh, uh, stop the play for an offside. That is not what the VAR does. That's not what they're even allowed to do. In that instant, what you're talking about, uh, I have to talk about the concept of insurance. So, if you think about it, if the assistant referee believes a close decision on offside and believes it's offside, it's close, if they put up their flag, the whistle will go immediately. And a breakaway could be occurring. What is it called? And and a breakaway it could be occurring. And then if the replay comes up and it shows that they uh, the player wasn't offside, the world will be in an uproar. So this is insurance by the referees to go. I'm leaving my flag down to allow that goal scoring opportunity to play out. Once that phase has finished, then I will give my opinion about offside or, or not offside. And that's why you see some delays in, in decisions on that. So, because VAR, again, if they blow the whistle right away, they can't come back and review it. If they let the play continue and then they give their opinion, then VAR can check to make sure that they're so, right. But, any, but offside, as you said, that can be reviewed. 100%. And that's where they have now this crazy technology where they pivot the camera and they turn them into 3D models and the guy's shoulder is past the other player. They can get it to the millimeter. And with the ball sensor there as well at the same time, it's it's absolutely amazing. So you, I asked about the headsets. How much chatter is there? I call them linesmen, but they're assistant referees. Yes. Okay, sorry. I'm, I'm old school. Uh, <laughs> how much chatter is there during the game? Depends on the referee. So, okay. so it's a pregame thing I always had in my game is at one end of the spectrum, there's the referee that uh, if you're, if somebody doesn't say everything in 10 seconds, he's asking or she's asking, everybody, wh where are you still there? The comms working. And at the other end of the spectrum, there's referees that go, don't ever talk to me unless you're telling me to do like 100%. So every referee has a different personality. Some are talkative. They want it. They need it for yeah. their game. Others need silence. Can, so. Okay. Can the assistant referees call everything that the head referee can so the only person on the field that can make the decision is the referee they're the only one with the whistle okay so at the end of the day they're that's it like they're at the ultimate now assistant referees they're they're flagging they're making decisions the ball goes out of play etc but the referee at the end of the day is the i'll call it the ultimate authority they're the one they can overrule assistant referees it's not a good idea they can overrule the var usually not a good idea either so. okay so but here's what i'm I, i'm the assistant referee and there's a battle for the ball right in front of me, down in the corner. Yep. And I see uh, Rob Brown 
blatantly kick Louis DeBrusque in the back you of the leg. something against Rob. And you, and, and you as the referee are a little farther away. Can I on the headset and say, well, that's foul on red? Uh, assistant referees will first, typically in that instance, they'll say foul to the referee. And then, by the way, if they, even at that point, if it's that clear, they will raise their flag and shake it. <laughs> and like usually that means oh, really? foul is. Um, but again, it's a recommendation to the referee. The referee can choose to accept it or not. This is a lot of legalese, I feel, for I, officiating it, there, soccer. There is the referee truly at the <laughs> end of the day. There's one, they, they look, there's teamwork. It's amazing, but there is one person at the end of the day that's accountable. Uh, they're the one that the, the world typically looks at. The, the newspaper, the headlines are, it's the referee that's in the center, regardless of who on the crew made the decision. So, uh, A couple quick ones. I should have asked this one earlier, because with hockey, we often get asked, well, who evaluates these refs? Who, like, and I said, well, it's not public, but I said, if you don't like a ref, write his name down, see if he's picked to work the playoffs. How, how would you get evaluated or picked to advance or promoted or whatever? Every game is watched and dissected, <laughs> and it's, I mean, the assessments are 10 pages long. Every minute, every decision you make is determined if it's correct or incorrect. Like, it, it, it is advanced like you wouldn't believe on that side. There's not, there is an opinion on everything that is within the brass, the referee program brass. Now, if you, if you want to pull the winning team or pull the losing team, you'll get <laughs> right. different opinions too. But, you know, it, it, the system of the refereeing world is usually pretty good for sorting out who's good and, and who can make it and who can't. Yeah. Uh, tell everybody what you're doing now, who you're working with. I, I am with uh, my brother and I own a company called Stanley Construction Limited. We're in commercial construction. I, I love working with my brother. It's been amazing. And uh, that's keeping me out of trouble right now. I'm also um, a manager, no manager, sorry, a coach for the professional referees in Canada now. So anybody you see refereeing in the CPL, those are th those are people that I, I do my best to support. Okay, I should have got to this earlier. I'm fitting in a few here in the last couple minutes. What your your quote unquote retirement game? Why was it so special? Oh, it was. So I refereed in November the Canadian Championship final between Toronto and Montreal, and 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 like those are great games. Everybody said that's a great last game, and I said no, I have one game left. And it was in in June. I I uh, walked from my mom's house down the alley that I walked in for my, uh, where I grew up and where I was refereeing as a 12-year-old, my first games. I walked to that little mini field and I refereed a game with the, um, between two under eight teams and it was, it was amazing. I, I can tell you that was probably the most stressed out for a game I've been in years and, but it, it was a blast. Uh, that, that's, that, that's an amazing story. Sunday, France, Argentina. Uh, what are you thinking? Or do you just watch to see how the ref does? I, I, I love the game. I think the game's amazing. There, there's something I mentioned to you before. There's something about Messi being in that game that, that I don't know. If there are soccer gods out there, I, I there, there's at some level, I, I don't know, even France, I, I think they believe that the, he needs to be taken care of. But whatever, may the best team win. So... All right, that's 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 fair. <laughs> did you ever do a game with Messi? Yes, yeah, yeah I did. Uh, classy, classy, hundred percent. Very soft-spoken, quiet fellow. Just he, he reminds me of um, of a young kid that just loves playing the game. Yeah. He's out there just having fun. So, Dave, this was great to see you. 
uh, we'll have to talk again because I just love the stories and I love the perspective of, of someone who was who was right there in the thick of it making making the tough calls. Let, let's keep in touch, man. Right on. Always a pleasure, Ian. Thanks for the time. That is Dave Gantar, former FIFA official, with some awesome perspective and uh, getting you ready for well, there's a World Cup game tomorrow, but then the big one is Sunday. Uh, Zach Ostapchuk, the St. Albert native on the Canadian World Junior Team. He's up next. <laughs> Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta's precedent-setting injury lawyers. Okay, that was uh, Dave Gantar. That was uh, awesome to have him here, former FIFA official in studio for Inside Sports. The Elks this week with Morley Scott talking to Chris Jones tomorrow at 9.30 a.m. I'll have the face-off show at 12.30, then the game at 2, Ducks at Oilers at Rogers Place. Zach Ostapchuk, he is on the World Junior team. He talked to 6.30 Sheds, Brendan Escott. Second turn here as a member of Team Canada's World Junior team. So let's uh, hone in maybe on that August tournament for a bit. Uh, thanks for joining the show, first of all. And, and maybe uh, just take me back inside the gold medal winning moment. I imagine that's got to be one of the highlights of your career, if not the highlight to this point. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, yeah, I mean, that was, that was a pretty crazy game. I mean, I'm sure I'm sure you guys watched it. Uh, that overtime was, was pretty stressful there. A goal batted out, uh, out of the goal line there by McTavish, and then we would go down the other way and score. So, I mean, kind of just a roller coaster. But, I mean, yeah, it was probably the, probably the best moment of my hockey career for to date. So, Tell me what you learned about sort of the grind to get to that point. Obviously, the dying 10 seconds of a game can't get there without the buildup, even in the games prior to, right? And sometimes we hear that it takes, you know, losing or uh, learning how to lose in some senses to, to get to that point where you learn how to win. Now, maybe a bit of a different scenario, but what are some of the lessons, Zach, that you picked up in, in that journey last uh, in, the, in August? Obviously, I mean, uh, every team's a good team. I know uh, it's, it may not look like it on paper, but I mean, those, some some teams are, they catch you by surprise, and every team is there to compete, and, and they're all hungry, and uh, yeah, you got to go through some good teams to get to that point. And, uh, yeah, and, you know, especially when we play Finland and stuff, like no teams are ever out. Every team's got the skill to, to come back in games, so you can never kind of, you can never let off the gas. You just got to keep pushing, and that's how you win this tournament. Got uh, Vancouver Giants captain Zach Ostopchuk, St. Albert product, uh, and man, there's a lot of Edmonton area talent on this team uh, between yourself and Colton Dock, and you get Dylan Gunther down from the NHL. Just what does it mean for you, Zach, to have sort of grown up, uh, you know, with these guys in the area, and now you've sort of reconvened representing the, can- the representing the country. Yeah, it's pretty cool, actually. Uh, we were kind of just talking about it at dinner last night. The, the Edmonton guys. Uh, I actually played spring hockey pretty much my whole life, like four or five five years when I was younger with, with Gunther and, and Schaefer and Zellweger, and I know Doc just from skating with him and playing against him. So, yeah, we kind of had a good chuckle about it, uh, kind of growing up playing together and seeing each other uh, develop. Uh, it's been really cool for us. Big Western Hockey League presence on the team this year as well. It's it's funny how at some tournaments the team you know may only have a handful of guys. This year it seems like there's there's quite a few. I mean, what does that say about I guess the state of the league that you're you're playing in most of the time? 
yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a really tough league, very competitive with uh, a lot of high-end guys. But, yeah, I mean, uh, I mean I've played against uh, all these guys, so I'm not shocked that that we do have a lot of Western guys on this team, and uh, it's been uh, it's really fun to to see these guys uh, that you've played against and finally get to get to have them on your team. It's a kind of a good feeling. I gotta ask you, Zach, are you excited to play at the traditional time of year for this tournament? I mean, gold medal and all, still in the summer, and uh, would have been a different feel to that. So now you get to uh, you get to move out away from Edmonton first of all, and then experience this over the holidays. What does that mean to you? Yeah, it was really cool to have it in my hometown in the summer. And, uh, but like you said, it's, it's a different feel. And uh, uh, around Christmas, I mean, when you're when you're a kid growing up watching this tournament, uh, you watch the you watch it on Boxing Day and around the around the holidays. So I think it just adds that little element to, uh, to everybody's kind of I don't know experience. And uh, yeah, it gets it'll be really cool to play around the holidays. Uh, there's an article that came out in The Athletic as we chat with uh, Zach Ostopchuk tonight on Inside Sports. A- an article about your journey, Zach, and I didn't realize the torn ACL um, and just sort of how that, I guess, altered your, your hockey career, but almost in a in a, in a a good sense. Do you want to sort of set, shed some light on maybe a little bit about what that article was about, but more so just your your uh, comeback from, from ACL surgery and the success thereafter? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, I mean, I, I just read the article for the first time this morning, and uh, I was uh, very impressed with uh, how it was written. As uh, it's really nice, and yeah, my my ACL injury kind of kind of came at a, a great time, I guess, with with COVID uh, coming. So uh, yeah, I, I got very fortunate. I mean, a uh, nine month injury, and I only ended up missing I think it was fifteen games with my team's play. So uh, I was very fortunate with that, and. Uh, yeah, I was able to. I had no pressure to to get back because because uh, of COVID, we were delayed there for about a year. So I, I was able to take my time with that injury and, and rehab, and I was able to put on 30 pounds of muscle just from working out and, and doing physio. So yeah, it was really helpful for me. Yeah, your uh, your size obviously uh, a big a big boost to uh, to what you can bring to this team. This is a big roster, Zach. I wonder what uh, what you hope you can contribute with your frame and and what other elements you bring. Yeah, I, I know we got a lot of big guys. Uh, we're going to be able to be a team that can put uh, other teams on their heels, and I think uh, we we like that feel. And uh, yeah, I think I can bring some size and some speed and uh, some grit to our to our bottom six there. And if I I think I do have enough skill to, to play up and down the lineup. So uh, yeah, I'm very excited about this group we got. I got to ask you specifically about Connor Bedard. I'm sure there's a lot of players out there that are going to wish they've had an opportunity to share an ice surface with this player. You get to practice with him all month long and then play some more games with him once again. What uh, what is it like? Being around this this player uh, with with so much intrigue, I guess, from hockey fans uh, with his draft year being this year. 
Yeah, well, I definitely think he, he's been living up to the hype, especially in my mind. Um, he really shocked me last year, honestly, in the summer. I, I never, like, I knew he was in the dub and all that, and I'd watch his highlights, but I was never on the ice with him. I never got to play against him, and he really opened my eyes. I mean, this this guy is a special talent. He can rip the puck. He, he works extremely hard, and yeah, he's just a great guy. He's very humble and uh, easy to talk to. So, yeah, I, I've really been enjoying my time with him. Just a couple more questions here for Team Canada's Zach Ostopchuk, of course, captain of the Vancouver Giants as well. Uh, you, uh, you're enjoying some of the East Coast hospitality. What has the team been able to do? I think camp started out in Moncton. Uh, have you guys moved to Halifax yet? What are you up to? Uh, we're actually in St. Andrews right now, so uh, we're, we're at a, I think it's it's a big resort. Um, and, you know, yeah, we've just been kind of, we've had some community skates here with the, with the fans and then all the little kids, and uh, yeah, it's been a really warm welcome here in this small town, so uh, it's kind of cool to come out east here. I mean, I've never been out here, and it's, uh, it's really cool to see. So, When do the pre-tournament games start for you guys? I believe our first one is on the 18th. We go back to Moncton, and uh, I think we, I believe we play Switzerland. Uh, good stuff, Zach. I really appreciate you taking some time, and uh, good luck here on uh, on the journey to repeat as uh, gold medalists, okay? Yeah, thank you very much for having me.